Good morning, good morning. What's up, y'all? Marcus Griffin here, and you listen to Confessions from an Attic on this beautiful Thursday morning. It's so fresh outside, especially after a lovely rainy day. I hope everyone had a good day yesterday. I hope everyone just is blessed with a good day today as well. I did some reading this morning. I'm sure I told y'all I'm, I'm, I'm in my spirituality search. I'm, I'm, I'm going back, reading the Bible. I'm going to try to cover all bases. Quran. I'm, let's just do it all. But no, I uh, did some reading this morning in the book of Deuteronomy. And wow. I got the Deuteronomy 28. But before that, there was a chapter, uh, it was Deuteronomy. I have a hard time spelling and saying that word. I always put the U before the E. I'm horrible with it. My E's I'm always confused with. But I had a chance to do some reading, and I stopped after, you know, I needed a moment because the wrath of God and his message, I was like, wow. Yes, I will obey his commands, y'all. That's all I can say. Or you will be cast out. Your lands will be eaten, your women will be taken, your wife will be ravished. Oh, I'm just like, whoa, okay. Long list of what will happen to you, how you will be persecuted. So yes, obey his commands. It's interesting, are we, are we, am I bold to say, or does it say somewhere in the Bible to fear the Lord is to love the Lord? Like, I, I, I wonder, I wonder if that's one of the cases. I mean, I know he, is that his love language? His main, his main one? No, I'm just kidding. I know. Last time I went to church, I know it was discussed on that very topic, the, the five love languages of, of God or the five ways God loves, like agape. I can't name them all, and I don't know all the meanings. That's sad. I need to do some research on that. But yeah, after I needed a break after that chapter, and before that, it was the rebellious son. And let me just say, I would not be here today. I would have definitely been stoned to death. <laughs> Definitely for disobeying my father and my mother. You know what's beautiful in that small little chapter? It doesn't say, unless you got bad parents. Unless your father and mother isn't raised you properly, we'll let that slide if you ain't shit. You know, no matter what, I need to hear that. <laughs> Especially me. And I, I know my situation is what my situation is, but... A lot of times, I know for me, I've, I've passed the buck around to a lot of people on why the way I am. And whoo, you know what I'm saying? I would have been stoned no matter what. So I had to, after that and after that, the verse, uh, chapter 28, I was like, okay, I, I feel you, God. I feel you. Um, it's crazy, man, this journey. I was thinking this morning, you know, in my... Not necessarily, there was no doubt that came to my mind, but it was just a reevaluation of um, pretty much just the journey with this podcast. Because in some aspects, I think I've gotten away from my goals for the reasons, the purpose that I've been trying to do this thing. You know, but it's like I, 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 I'm right where I'm supposed to be. I think I got through all that just. I mean, I, let's just be honest, diary of the mouth, just spilling the same conversation, the same talk, you know, under the impression that like, no, dude's confession from an addict, so I'm here to confess everything. And it's like, that's part of it. I think that, that and that's why I'm not disappointed in myself as much, because I'm like, part of it, I just need to get out kind of everything that was bothering me, everything that was angering me, just that frustration, you know, and each day is just, I, I would like to think, hopefully it's, it's entertaining. I hopefully think, would like to think it's something different. 
You know, my best friend was like, you know, I want to listen, but I feel like it's going to be the same shit you talk about every day. And so just right there, like kind of opened my mind to like, let me see reevaluation. But no, I'm, I'm kind of living my purpose because I wanted this to be a journey. And I wanted you to see and myself to see just how far I've come, you know. And I think just now I'm starting to learn to appreciate the flaws, the struggle, the, you know, the kind of fighting through to get whatever message with, is within you out of you. And sometimes I that message buried deep. <laughs> like, I know what I want to say, but there's other things, other layers covering it up, you know. So I'm like, as I'm digging it out and you see the dirt and the mud flying and you're like, oh, damn, this is. You know, it's not it's not pleasing at all. But, you know, I, I say that to say um, I'm getting to my purpose. And it's crazy because not everybody gets to live their purpose. I mean, I'm I'm I'm, a, you know, I'm working on it, you know, and my ultimate goal really as I as I as I'm working on like who cool, I dug out all that I got out all in a sense what I wanted to confess was just really an egotistical side of me that was like yo I got crazy stories I think people will like it I think people will find me funny and what have you but you know they weren't they're, they're not funny they're sad now as a comedian I can laugh at tragedy but it, to continue to live it that's the sad part and so um. You know, hopefully I like my plan was to like reach someone. I feel like maybe in essence, I'm hoping that it was like I gained some trust in sharing what I shared, like that you'll know that I'll be authentic, genuine and and, and open for the most part. And so I feel like hopefully, you know, I gained the trust. And now I'm like, you know what? (laughs) Here's some things as I improve myself that I want to kind of give a a pamphlet tour guide on or what have you. Because my ultimate goal was to to reach someone, anyone, the family member, the addict, the girlfriend, the friends, you know, one that you maybe maybe you you suffering and don't know why. Maybe you're looking for solutions, for answers, for just even someone to listen. You know what I mean? And then like, you know, that was like my one of my first goals. And then and then as I'm I'm moving on. Um. You know, it's, 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 I'm hitting that other goal that now I wanted to live this. I wanted to see my process and change. Like I said, this is for me. Maybe it's my own therapy. But anyone that's listening, I'm just like, yeah, I had that goal to live, change, and eventually succeed. You know? And find myself in the process. So, hopefully, <laughs> now that I've gotten all through the bullshit of the stories and whatnot... That, that in finding myself in the process, I could get others to find themselves too. Or be kind of, I don't know if it's, if, it's, if it's vain to be like, you know, to give something back. Just want to achieve success in that. So, it's interesting. I'm, I'm in, in, in giving something back. I'm like, if I'm going to give something back and live through the process, I must also kind of have some knowledge about the process. In my opinion, like I, I knowledge of self, either way, it's just leading me to I'm going I'm going back to school, you know, to have that paper back me to have that. You know what? I went through the process of really understanding and experiencing and and just gaining a lot more information that I could better 
speak, you know, better process, better convey the message. That makes sense. So, yeah. Got my goals right there. I don't think I ever put the goals. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sure I have. I'm sure I've talked about a whole lot of shit. Um, I want to address something. I was watching Last Chance You on Netflix. I don't know if anyone knows that about. It's, uh, you know, junior, junior, college, junior college players getting another chance to get to, the, to college, to further themselves, go to the league, what have you. And... Um, I'm watching Last Chance You, and for the first time this year, they did uh, basketball. And one of the uh, schools they decided to show, showcase, or what have you, uh, was East Los Angeles City College. I had a friend go there. But uh, I'm watching this, and there's a player, uh, his name's Joe Hamilton, if y'all watch it. He very, it, it, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting because, you know, like, to be an addict or to be whatever you are, it's, it's something that, like, I'm a comedian, so I'm always going to try to find the joke in things, which could be annoying, you know. So I'm an addict. So now as I'm finding myself, digging myself out of whatever hole, and you, you, you watch everything from an addict's perspective, both sides, you know, in the sense of, man, this kid's throwing his gift away. A man, this kid makes a whole lot of excuses. You know, everything that you see is kind of sounding familiar to yourself. Like I say, everybody has, in my opinion, habits. We do. We're creatures of habits, whether they're positive or negative. You know, and where you may not think you have an addictive personality as far as when it comes, because we only break it down to substances, alcohol. Uh, drugs, sex, you know, those are three basics. Nicotine, you know, it's it's substance, but there's no, no one says, yo, I'm addicted to being toxic. No one says I'm addicted to lying. You're a habitual liar, but no one, there's no meaning like I'm a liar. My name is Marcus. I'm a liar. I got 23 days sober without a lie. You know, like no one, no one has them kind of meetings, them kind of groups, and no one says it in that type of form. You're a you're habitual liar, habitual line crosser. But I think it takes away from the fact that it takes the emotion out of it. When you just say you're, that's your habit, you kind of, in my opinion, see, one of the things when you confess that you're an addict, you're, you know, you're confessing something. This is who you're admitting to it. But to be a habitual, it's more so like it's just a habit of mine. Like biting my nails or something. This is minor. But no, you're addicted to it. Means you, there's something about you that you enjoy it. And no one really embraces it from that standpoint, in my opinion. That's why I say we're all addicted to something. You know, and some of the things it is we can't see. And here was a player that, I mean, he's 6'8, 250. Like, dude. I watched dudes, 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 the real deal. And so here's a player went to Penn State, got hurt. Um, tried to come back, was hurt again or what have you. Ran with the wrong guys. This is his words. Ran with the wrong guys. Got him, got involved with an individual where they took some things. And then there was another time where he went to the bank and tried to and, and he committed fraud. 
And so kind of a just a lost soul. In and out, what have you. I mean, doesn't plan. He went on the run, called up the coach from East, you know, Elac, as they say, called up the coach from Elac. Not only did this coach get him, give him a chance to play, he also got like the charges exonerated. Like, I got him. You know. And you know what I mean? It's it what's crazy about it is you watch, this dude still has the same attitude like this is like in episode three when he talks about when they really get on his story you know almost like a confessional and i'm like man if you see this dude's attitude f this f that and it's cool the officials would be calling certain bs plays on him and fouls and whatnot it's cool f the officials f f f that player or f this play but like he's saying like f the coach fuck the coach and I'm like, wow, I'm sitting here like, wow, like this man literally saved your life and even continues to kind of let you carry on to figure yourself out. It hasn't kicked him off the team. And this is a player that is walked out in the middle of a game, upset, hitting locker rooms. And I'm just like, wow, look how out of control. Look at how unappreciative. And that's what I'm saying. It, it, it kind of resonates with me because it's like, wow, some crazy like I was, I had an attitude playing ball, you know, and it just made me think about like just how unappreciative we are as individuals. And when I say individuals, I'm just I'm speaking from an addict's perspective. And so then I'm like, I dig deeper and I'm like, you know what? To really help, to really give on both sides, man, it's. I thought not necessarily some like manual guideline, but you know how like like Steve Harvey had like a self-help book. Leads me to thinking that like self-help, creating one, but this is going to be podcast version. But seriously, I was like, yo, this is disrespectful to the people that love that dude. Now, it ain't it's few. It's few, but seeing his actions, I'm like, this made me think about things to look for. If you're the person, if you're the person that's being, I guess, in some aspects, I'm sure if I talk to my mother, if someone tortured, if you're being tortured, but you could, you could, before you get to that, that, like, bottom line of it all, you know, it's, just, it's like, I was like, here's a guideline that, of things to look for, of just unaddicted to they self. Just, just the things to look for in an addict. Because, see, I don't want to make it just substance abuse because we all do this. We all have ways of saying we need help and we all have ways of saying we're struggling. But if you're the person that's trying to be down with that person, you need to kind of understand that through certain traits, you may not like it or not, be different. And you may not, and you may hate this even more. Get away from them. You know, I'm doing my best to alleviate my situation. I know that's what people that have, people that know me, they're like, okay, okay, get that. But, but serious, I know, like, like seriously, if you if you follow these, if you if you look at an addict before it gets to where it needs to get to, where it's out of control, check these things. Check if they're appreciative. Check if that first time you catch him getting high or that first time 
They're asking you for money. You know, are they appreciative of the chance that you gave them? Through their actions. I'm not saying they don't ever ask you for money again, but maybe they give you money without asking this time. Maybe they maybe they actually put in the work to gain something to you know what I mean? Cause cause we're in preaching well, we just keep going to the well. That's where it starts and, and we go to that well and, and so if you look and you really think about change and who you want in your life, is that person appreciative? First and foremost. Because if they ain't appreciative for you in your in their life, something wrong. You know? That's one. Like, look to see if that person is appreciative for the things you do, too. We are our habits. I'll say it again. We are our habits. So the people that's living with an addict, and you know that every day, that man, like, you know, I know it's different between routine and habits. But if you have a habit of being a clean person, your routine will be too clean. You get what I'm saying? If you have a habit to having some order in your life, everything will be organized. Play, uh, uh, whether it be tabs, whether it be, you know, whether it be whatever the case, you know where things are. You know where thing, you put things. You just, you, you, whatever the fuck it means to be organized to you. You know what I'm saying? Um, and if you start seeing, oh, some days that... That person don't clean. They don't take a shower. Some days they don't. Their room is messy beyond before. You know what I'm saying? It, it's it's more maybe it lasts four or five days. And they just don't care about their appearance. You know. There's signs that can get to you before you before that part you lose that person or you lose yourself in that person. And it's 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 instant. A lot of times when we don't like, yeah, it might be a red flag, but it might be like, you know, the little kind they they stick in the ground where they about to put a funeral, put put some put, lay somebody to rest. It may be that small, but eventually they dig in their grave. That was pretty deep on my part. Kiss my ass. Um, but catch it early. We are our habits, man. And when you find things isn't in habit form, something's out of the ordinary. You know? And we are our chances. The attic is our chances. Like, that's what we live by is our chances. And the problem is when you are in that, that mind state, and I don't know if this is for anyone. See, a lot of times we get a chance and we think that we get away with everything that we did previously. Like, we look at the chance and be like, okay, they have allowed us to do all that the first time to give us a and they've given us another chance. We don't take into consideration as those type of people, those type of individuals that are like different parameters and restrictions come with the second chance you get. The second chance cannot give me doubt. The second chance cannot um, mean you you get the same liberties as before. But we don't get that. So I'm saying you would an addict and you get a chance and he's living like it's the same like the first chance. Obviously, he didn't appreciate the chance. He ain't changing his habits or his ways. So I'm just saying like. Trying to be more helpful on both sides. Find someone appreciative and find somebody that knows they got a chance. I mean, I look at that player. I'm like, you still cussing and carry on like the first time. Like, don't you realize this is a chance you should be more than grateful more than humble. But see, we, 
you know, we take that for granted because we knew we was going to get a chance in the first place. And so also with that, it's like, you know, I'm not even talking, like, I'm not talking to the addict unless the addict knows that this is what he does. Because really I'm trying to equip the person that has to deal with the addict. That's what kind of this, this podcast is for on this, this episode. Let me equip, let me equip the people that deal with us, you know. So when you, you, so as much as you looking at us, right, to see these signs, are they being appreciative? Are they, are they working towards something? What's their habits looking like? Are they trying to keep the same bullshit? Are they trying to bullshit me? I gave them another chance. That chance doesn't mean they get to, that chance doesn't mean you got a clean slate, you know. Observe that behavior. Or you could just, I ain't doing all that and be good riddance. Because I'll get to you on that. I talk to you about that because I'm telling you what we look for. So as much as you're looking for stuff with us, we're looking for stuff for you. And if we're in that toxic situation of addiction, you know, we, we have things we look for to keep it going. Body language, of course, is most important. You'll never... You'll never, in my opinion, and not that I know, but I, I've never asked for a favor, for money, when you expect it. I make sure it's your body language, it was all, it'll always come when you're at your most relaxed, or even at your most tense. I mean, it, it just means I need to look for the body language so we know what angle we can get at, you know? And I don't know how to tell you to be. <laughs> But just make sure you keep your body language. If you keep it, not necessarily you need to keep it the same all the time. I don't know. But I'm just giving you like how we see things. And, you know, from body language, you look for reassurance. Depending if the body language is, you know, you get upset because we're asking for some money or whatever. Or you caught us doing something, you know. We going to try to maybe pick a fight. And in that fight, there's going to come guilt. Because we need reassurance. We need reassurance that you believe us so you'll believe the lie yourself. Because we already believe in the lie. Whether we don't have a problem, whether we think we have it under control, we believe the lie. So we need you to, reassurance is nothing but belief. If I can get you to believe the lies, like I believe the lies, we can keep this relationship going. You know? So you need to sit down and ask yourself, am I believing the lies? Do I care to believe lies? You might just be I don't know how you're going to be, but, and maybe I'm not, maybe I'm wrong for not, for speaking on all addicts. It's just me, maybe. I don't know too many that don't, in my opinion, we all pick a field, right? You be a criminal, yeah, you can't speak for all criminals, but you know how you felt when you was committing a crime, um, just like you play whatever field, you're a baseball player, so you wake up thinking baseball or whatever the case you wake up thinking your job. You wake up thinking your family. So you conduct yourself like a family man. You get what I'm saying? You're going to portray the characteristics of whatever field you want to jump into to find, to live whatever purpose you think you're living at the time that makes you feel good. And so, yeah, we, we play on that. We get that. Just We just need to hear you say you love us. You know? That's what we're looking for. And with that, that's where it's like, it's cold game because... We can't have y'all hate us. 
I don't that sounds simple, but to break it down, it's like, you know, in conversation, that's what we play on is that guilt. Like, I know you hate me. I know you, all, you know, all that crybaby shit, that self-pity, you know, and, you know, just think about it. Like, we don't know what to do with hate. And I don't mean in the sense of, I know it sounds obvious. Like, yeah, because when somebody hates y'all, y'all can't. Nah, we've, we've been threatened with hate before. You know, so it's not so much hate, but disdain. To have disdain for us, yeah, we don't know what to do with it. Because we have so much disdain for ourselves, and that's what we're trying to escape. So trust, to, to, to really have that rock bottom with a person, show some disdain for them. Your rock bottom got to beat their rock bottom. Not saying that's going to change, but it's going to help you. If you're still suffering. Yeah, that, that you don't want to do these things. But we can't stone our kids. <laughs> we, can't stone, we can't stone our loved ones like back in the day. I'm just saying. Um, but, uh. Yeah, see, that chapter still affects. I was like, I'll be stoned. I would not be here. But seriously, I mean, not so much disdain, but we don't know what to do with it, to get back to my point. And I mean with hate, meaning like the real, like right on the substance of it, right right there. Like, because we don't know what to do with hate because, see, with love, we know we could do with it. We could manipulate, guilt trip, um, take advantage of, you know what I mean? Love, we know, is niceness that we could we could work off of. But hate, disdain. We got it for ourselves. That's why we don't know what to do with it. If we know what to do with hate, we wouldn't be doing that shit to ourselves. So it's like with, with you mirroring it, we really get to see ourselves. You Be that mirror. <laughs> you know? That's all I can tell you. Be that mirror. They habits change, your habits change. You know? They don't appreciate shit. You don't. I don't appreciate. You don't appreciate shit. You know, it's as simple as that. I don't know. I'm sure some have done. I don't know. I, I'm tired of saying I don't know so much. I know that much, but um, I'm just trying to be of help. Hopefully, this episode was a lot different than others. That's what I'm working towards. I, I could cut out all the I don't knows, but I always leave my sessions and. My podcast, Raws, could be so you could be like, yo, he's really lost for words. That's why I'm going back to school. I'm very excited about that because you could talk as much knowledge. Like, I'm trying to get knowledge through reading as much as possible and retaining what I'm reading. But it's like, if you ain't really applying it to something where, like, you working in that field or you got a degree or what have you, it's, it's just, you know, fluff for the most part. So I don't know, y'all. Uh, just stay positive out there. If I've reached out, if I touched you in some kind of way, let me know about it. Or if you got any questions or you just want to talk, whatever sufferings you got, uh, hit me in my email, MarcusMGriffin68 at Yahoo.com. Or you can inbox me, Instagram, my tag or whatever the hell it is, is MarcusMGriffin. And Facebook is MarcusCBGriffin. Man, I hope to hear from somebody. Let me know. Let me know if you enjoyed it. Let me know if you like it. Let me know if I, what I could improve on. Just holler at me. Y'all have a good day, man. Enjoy your Thursday.